Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode, I think, 32 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined, as always, from Chicago, Illinois, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? Ooh, I'm good. Uh, just getting myself all ready after this uh, crazy weekend. How? How um how is it over there at the uh, at the Ace Comic Con? You and Tyler were yeah. at the at the uh, amazing con all week, all weekend. So how yeah. was it? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty nuts. <laughs> it was I can wild, imagine. Wild, exhausting, but a lot of fun. That's great. I'm really happy to hear that. Um, I I loved all your pictures that you got. Um, <laughs> I showed my mother the picture of you and Tom Holland. <laughs> howling with laughter but that's good very nice to hear back from you again um yeah so everyone knows that i am also back we were supposed to do a couple of shows yesterday but i had to go into the emergency room and stuff yesterday and i got out around yeah i got out around 2 a.m but i am good i am i am great right now i have a little bit of a sore throat but that should pass hopefully soon i got my tea we got some box office to talk about, so <laughs> let's get right into it. So, the weekend box office, we have the weekend of October 11th, and we had the opening re- releases for The Addams Family, Gemini Man, and Jexy, as far as well as the second weekend for Joker, third weekend for Abominable, fourth weekend for Downton Abbey. So, without further ado, uh, Larry, what do we get number one? So staying put, staying strong at number one this weekend was Joker, which brought in a very impressive $55.8 million in week number two, which signifies only a 42% drop in its second week of release. That brings the R-rated comic book loose adaptation up to $193.6 million domestic and a stellar $548.2 million worldwide. So Joker comes through with a new record of the largest second weekend in October ever, beating out Gravity for that position. Yeah, I was really... Um, I saw the reports, and I remember last week I was telling you how, you know, once audiences know what this movie is about, maybe that's going to affect this week's number. And it absolutely did not, because a 42% nope. <laughs> drop... It's incredible. I do think the word of mouth just continues to grow yeah. with this movie. The audiences continue to grow. People are are people are interested. They're they want to see what this movie is about. You know, everyone everyone is nosy. So you know, everyone wants to see what all the talks about and stuff. Whether you're you're disappointed or you're happy with the outcome, you know, you're still the movie is still making the money off of that. So. This is great. I am very happy for the movie once again. Second weekend yeah. taking this much, taking this less of a drop is great. Um, no theater slashes and stuff. Kept these, kept the same amount of theaters, so that's just, that's great from last week. And fifty five million. I checked on Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, like um, two theaters in Boston at night were sold out for the movie. So that's wow. great. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't expect this kind of outcome for Joker, but at the end of the day, I'm still really happy for it. You know. Yeah, it was a really great second weekend. It's already up to the ninth largest DC comic book adaptation worldwide. 
uh, over half a million after two weeks, almost 200 million domestic after two weeks. A really, really great second weekend and one that I think it just outperformed what really any of the, the market or the industry was anticipating for week two. So you go, Joker. Yeah, it's um, it's great, too. And it's like, um, what was I going to say? It's really good for the movie once again, but it's just like uh, the and then the amount of uh, the competition that it had this weekend was very strong. Mm-hmm. You know, it was going up against the Adams Family, which is a good kind of horror, not yeah. horror, but kid friendly horror, you know, good for the times kind of movie for October. So it's just still overperformed over that. So this is great. Um it already and then world the worldwide numbers the domestic numbers is just fantastic and the budget is only fifty five million. This is something unheard of, you know. So this is great. Yeah, and this just continues to show. We talked about it last time a little bit. That there's definitely a market for. R-rated comic book films after we've seen Deadpool do great, but also darker R-rated comic book films. Now we've seen Logan, now we have Joker, both really big successes. So there is definitely, definitely a market for these movies. Yeah, exactly. So, um, alrighty, so what do we got for number two? Coming in at number two is The Addams Family, which brought in a really strong $30.3 million opening weekend here domestic. And then as for worldwide numbers, those have yet to been released. But that is definitely a strong number. It outperformed both of our predictions from last week. It came in with a B-plus cinema score, and 59% of the opening weekend were females with uh, 48% under the age of 17. Yeah, so it's really good. Um, this number... <clears throat> This number I knew it was gonna get to that uh that kid audience and stuff. Yeah. So I kind of saw this coming, but not the not the number that I was really expecting. But it's still really good. To cover number two and still do thirty million, it's still a really strong number. Um, not a bomb whatsoever, but still really good. Um, I wasn't expecting so much from this movie. Like I wasn't expecting a fifty million dollar opening, especially with animated being so like so like you know off and on this year. So I mean, it's still a really good number for the movie. Yeah, and I, I think it obviously didn't blow away our expectations. I think we were kind of in line around 20, 25 million or so. Um, but it's still great to see an animated film at least overperform to whatever extent in 2019, because that has rarely been the case. So, yeah, it got not the best reviews. <laughs> um, but, you know. Both Tyler and I liked it, so there's that. Um, and looking around, it looks like the budget was only about forty million, so it's it's a great opening in comparison to that low of a budget. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's really good for the movie. Um, it had a pretty good amount of theaters too, seven thousand yeah. per theater, so that's pretty good. Um, what was the budget on this movie? Uh, about forty million. Oh, so okay, yeah. So this is really good for them. Yeah, so they're, this they're is not like a seventy-five to a hundred million animated feature. So yes, mm, yes, I'm excited for the movie and stuff. Didn't get to see it this weekend, um, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm still really excited for it. Um, yeah, I was in the house all weekend, being sick and stuff. But um, all right, number three, what do we got? So coming in at number three is Gemini Man, the Angley film starring Will Smith and. Will Smith brought in 20.5 million in its opening. That is a uh, 
opening for the film overall, but when you look at worldwide, unfortunately, it doesn't get all that much better with a $59.5 million opening. While those numbers are not, I guess, terrible, when you look at the reported budget being $138 million, that's where things get a little bit dicey for Ang Lee's latest. The cinema score overall for this film came in at a B plus, which is actually maybe a little bit better than I would have expected. Uh, skewed fifty percent or fifty six percent male and fifty three percent over the age or under the age of thirty. Sorry. Um. So, uh, Gemini Man, this is kind of reminding me of that Mortal Engines number from last year. You know, um, just because of the uh, the uh, budget is so huge. I didn't realize the budget for this movie was so damn high. Why? I know. I, 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 is it because of the de-aging and stuff like that? I mean, I don't uh, know. That's a really, ins- that's an insane budget. And Angley, he shot it in that really high frame rate. But uh-huh. no, almost no theaters in the country. I think fourteen total are going to be able to show it in that high frame rate. Right. So I mean, it's just as a hot mess. Yeah, really, really. Yeah, they, they were doing that three D HFR thing um, over the weekend too. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you and I saw this coming back when we did our fall preview and yeah. stuff like that. I just didn't. I did not see this movie doing a big number at all. Um, I thought the trailers had been very lukewarm. The word of mouth has been very lukewarm and stuff. The Rotten Tomato score is not good. And yeah, I just think the Adams Family and Joker just had a better weekend because that's where all the interest were was. You know what I mean? And Will Smith, he does get a little bit of a pop, you know, with audiences, but I don't know, you know. Well, especially so. especially this was you know, uh, this recently, Will Smith has re- certainly lost his luster, unfortunately. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Gemini Man, if this had a smaller budget, I don't think a 20 million opening would be that disastrous. But, uh, I mean, you know, there's no other way to look at this. I mean, there's, it's definitely a money loss already. I, there's no way it's going to make money. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know what happened here. It's not not a good number for this movie, and I don't see it popping anytime soon with next week's movies as well. So yeah. I see this. I see this will be getting a big drop come next weekend. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. Um, all righty, number four. What do we have? So coming in at number four was Abominable. The animated DreamWorks film brought in $6 million in week number three, which is a 49.1% drop in that third weekend of release. That brings the DreamWorks film up to $47.8 million domestic and $109.1 million worldwide. So... That 49% drop certainly is due to animated competition coming into the frame. (laughs) Um, And, you know, the overall worldwide number is looking all right. The domestic number is uh, okay. Um, Yeah, Abominable, this is also what I um, figured was going to happen as well. Um, I wasn't expecting a big number just because of the Adams family was going to just hit it off, uh, really, really good. So, um, I mean, it's still, it only dropped, it only dropped what, uh, six, six million, I mean, 48%. So it's still fine for the movie and the movies so far has been doing okay. So I guess it's all right, you know? Yeah. It's one that 
I want to see do well, but I knew, especially in this season with the Adams family as an animated film, it was really going to take away that thunder. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, I mean, it's still. I mean, if it was like a bigger drop, then we probably would have been a little bit worried. But you know, with the time of the season. It's October, and you know, kids and stuff want to be scared and all that stuff. So, I mean, this is, it's, 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 it's good for the both, for both movies, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's what, it, it's what it is, what it is. Um, all right. Lastly, number five. So, rounding out our top five is Downton Abbey in its fourth weekend of release, bringing in four point eight million, which is a thirty-nine percent drop. Mm-hmm. That brings the. Um, period piece drama up to 82.6 million domestic and 152.8 million worldwide so Downton Abbey continues to just hold really strong at the box office some really great overall totals for this film and it lasted the full month in the top five yeah I mean this is crazy still for this movie um and, and it's it's crazy how this is this this has been out for four weeks, yeah. and this number is still really good. People, I don't know what it is, but people are still going to go, going to see this movie. Uh, once again, I ain't complaining. This is great for the movie yeah. and stuff. But um, yeah, this is I mean, this is interesting stuff, and it's good stuff and stuff like that. So I mean, good good for Dower Abbey once again. I'm probably going to keep saying this um throughout the next coming of weeks. It's good for the movie. I'm happy all around for everyone involved. Yeah. You know. Um, all right, so any other stories? This Jexy. Wow, so is that we a had bomb? a couple other openings. Uh, so we had this Jexy movie open to pretty much little fanfare. Uh, I really don't think there was much marketing that this the movie marketing, was coming out. The, the marketing was trash because yeah. it, it was it the marketing was really bad because I didn't know this was coming out this weekend. I thought this movie was coming out on an, in a couple of weeks. I didn't realize it was out this weekend until maybe Thursday when I saw the, and I saw it on the app. I said oh it's out already you know what i mean so the marketing was really bad i feel like i saw marketing for it mostly online too like i don't i don't remember seeing a lot of commercials or trailers really i I saw it online mostly for me personally uh maybe they were trying to target that audience like the the younger audience that uses siri i don't know uh (laughs) but the jexy opened way down in the number nine position to 3.1 million uh which was in 2332 theaters giving it a 1332 per theater average so on that note i'd say it's pretty close to a bomb i mean it, it did not really have a good theater per average or anything. I mean, it's pretty much in ninth all the way across the stats. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I just wish this was marketed better. And I wish, and I think I think this would have been a better, see, most of the times are like, oh, this would have been better now. Or I think, honestly, this would have been better earlier in the year, maybe kind of like in the midsummer when, no one's, when nothing's really out. In one of those weeks, I just don't see it. As, I just don't see it as like an October kind of film, you know. Even though it's comedy, comedy you can really put anywhere. But even like a late November kind of movie, you know, I just don't see. Um, I don't see you know this October. I don't. I, I just don't think the interest was there as far as audiences goes, you know. So yeah, I mean, and with that ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, I don't know. This one might just be dead on arrival. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, this is this is this is it, it has it has a ten percent, ten percent. 
Oh, that's that's bad. Uh, that's yeah, it's it's um, it's not gonna do. It's not gonna do any any good. So I guess this is what it. This is what it's gonna have to be for that movie. Yeah, um, and another big story coming in at number thirteen was Parasite, which opened this weekend in three theaters to three hundred and eighty-four thousand two hundred and sixteen, which is a fantastic one hundred and twenty-eight thousand seventy-two dollar per theater average, which is not only the best per theater average of the year; it's the biggest uh, like opening of that size for a per theater average since 2016 La La Land. So, I mean, just that's over two years, almost three full years um, since we've seen this big of an opening like that. Yeah, I am so... Jack, I mean, not not Jack, Parasite, I think this is one of the rare cases of when you can actually say word of mouth got this number because the word of mouth on Twitter, on any, any type of social media has been very, very strong for the movie. And once again, these Asian films, people are really underestimating them. We saw this with The Farewell, is you know, too. So, I mean, this is a huge number. Three theaters, to be in the 13th spot in only, in only three theaters is, <laughs> yeah. is so incredible to me, you know? So that's, a, that's great for that movie. Yeah, that's really great. And when you release for Neon, this is actually a good release for them for once. Um, when you go into a limited release, this is what you want. You need mm-hmm. a, to just put it out in a couple of theaters and get a big number so that it makes all of the headlines. It's in all of the, the titles. It's everywhere. So that when you release it next week into 50 or 100 theaters and hope that you can keep the momentum, people are going to be like, oh, my God, I need to. I heard so much about that. I need to see it, you know. And this this was the perfect type of limited opening they could have been hoped for. Yeah, um, it's 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 uh, it's it's great, and I I can't wait to see it. I've been trying to see it for like months now. Um, I've been right. I've been trying to get screeners and stuff like that. Uh, but the movie it's it's out officially this weekend. So uh, more, more more places will be able to see it. I'm definitely going to try to check it out this weekend as well. Um, alongside, there's another indie movie that's coming out this weekend too. Uh, but I forget. But I think I'm going to check it out this weekend. I can't wait because I'm really excited. Yeah. I, I want to see what all the buzz is about. But um, any, <laughs> any other stories and stuff from the uh, uh, top? Just looking at, at these ones, um, everything else looked decently standard. Mm-hmm. Uh Angel Has Fallen is just about dead, but dropped 73% this weekend. Um, yeah, everything else is looking looking pretty much in line with all expectation. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, everything's pretty good. Pretty good box office, I would say, this week. Um, I'm trying to see if anything kind of popped. I guess the um, this... One movie that I think it was Lion King that saw the one of the lowest drops of the weekend. I just don't get it anymore. Yeah, Lion King. Oh well, Lion King. They actually added theaters this weekend. They added six hundred and fifty-three theaters for Lion yeah, King. I don't, I don't. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had Astra and Rambo were cut over a thousand theaters this weekend. Yeah, I um, I I, I don't I don't know what ha- I don't I don't know what happened. So both of those. Speaking of, they're they're struggling now to try to reach that fifty million here domestic numbers. Um, Ad Astra is at forty six point nine, so I think it'll get there. It'll just crawl over Rambo, though. It's now in its fourth week and it's dying off, and it's at forty two point eight. So I don't know if it'll. 
quite reach mm-hmm. getting to 50. Uh, just to look at Ad Astra worldwide is up to 120 million. So that's an okay, that's a pretty solid number just generally. However, with the budget, reported budget of Ad Astra, it needs to be much bigger than that. Yeah, I would agree. Um, all right, so what are we looking at for next week? Uh, well, this weekend. This weekend, we have the opening of releases a lot, actually, this weekend. Um, Zombieland Double Tap, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and a, a small kind of release for the, the Lighthouse, and a small release for Jojo Rabbit, also a small release for Jay and Silent Bob, reboot. Um... What do you see? That starts, I think, tomorrow. James yeah, yeah. starts releasing tomorrow. Yeah. So, what do you, uh, what do you see it for, like Zombieland? Zombieland. Oh, gosh, it's so hard with these. Like we were talking about before, with these way delayed sequels, it's really hard mm-hmm. to gauge. Um, I'll say about. Oh God, I don't know. I'll say like twenty uh, for Zombieland. Um... I want this movie to do so well because I love the first one so much, but I don't want to under because if you underestimate moviegoers, then you're gonna see like a big number. <laughs> if you overestimate moviegoers, you gotta be you gotta see a small yeah. number and a bomb. So I'm gonna be <laughs> in the middle and say 25. Okay. Um, what did the first Maleficent do? The first Maleficent I think was about 67, 68 million. Well, we have some competition this weekend, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know, the, I feel like the first reactions have been maybe a little bit more positive than uh, initially anticipated. I don't know if there's, like, actually official reviews. We can never go on those initial stuff, though. Let's just be honest. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, so Maleficent had $69 million. Yeah, okay. Um, but the thing about the Male- Maleficent is that it came out, the first one came out in the summer. And it was going up against, it was going up against um, X Men: Days of Future Past and A Million Ways to Die in the West. Uh, well, it was going to Days of Future Past as a second weekend and stuff. But I mean, I think with the amount of competition, I don't think that movie's gonna get a huge, huge number. I think the focus of next week is might still be on Joker. Um, but maybe maybe Joker could be like number three next week or number two. Uh, we'll see though. I don't know. What do you think? About yeah, Maleficent. Uh, I'm gonna go with about 50 mil for Maleficent. Okay, uh, I'll go 40. I'll go 40. 40. Okay. Uh, Joker, I'll go. Joker, I'll go 30. Okay, yeah. so my prediction for next week, I'll go 40. I'll go 40 for Maleficent. I'll go like 32 for Joker. I'll and then I'll go like 25 to 20 for um, Zombieland, and then yeah. yeah. And then that's. That's what I see for next week. Yeah. See if JoJo Rabbit or The Lighthouse have a, a per theater average to rival Parasite. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think so, but <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> those we'll have see. both been highly talked about. Especially JoJo Rabbit had, you know, has all of the like fanfare and buzz and controversy coming out of the festival circuit. So we'll see. The Lighthouse, you know, a lot of people are really excited for that. I just don't think it'll it'll make quite the splash, but yeah, and then um, and then yeah, the Lighthouse. Um, I think the black and white is gonna turn a lot turn off a lot of audiences. Um, just because I don't know it it. I, I know there's there's just like following with Parasite. It's not even out yet. I don't feel the same for the Lighthouse yet, yeah. you know. 
as far as social media. Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. That, I mean, isn't that the, the official release next month? So I'm not sure why that's in my list. But um, yeah, yeah. It's showing. I, I think it'll just be a, probably a few theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so, I can't imagine Jojo Rabbit will be opening much bigger. But yeah, I think and it'll be interesting to see if if people flock to that one. Certainly, um, and then Jay and Silent Bob. I think we can at least expect a performance on par with that Rob Zombie film. Um, like, yeah, I, think I would, it's I would another agree. Another Fathom event type thing. I think right around that same. It'll be hard to find those numbers because if it's a Fathom event. But um, yeah, I think Jay and Silent Bob will have a decent enough opening. Kevin Smith obviously has his like cult following. Um, so I actually think it's a smart idea for them to do it like this as like a Fathom event rather than just releasing it because we've seen his last couple of films that he's just released mm-hmm. eh, haven't had the best box office. So I think, you know, all the Kevin Smith diehards will go out to see it in the events and I, th- I think it'll do what it needs to do for that kind of movie. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, actually. I would definitely agree with you. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's it for this weekend. Um, sorry, guys, I cannot have a long show today. Uh, my throat is parched; Ooh. it's messed up. Um, Larry, uh, thank you again for doing the show. Really, really appreciate it. Thank um, you. Also, also, everyone, we just got some breaking news that Zoe Kravitz will be Catwoman in the Batman. No, I saw that. That's interesting. You have any thoughts before we get off the air? Ah. Uh- I think it's okay. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, <laughs> I think, has had varying levels of performances. So, I don't know. I, she does have the kind of cool factor for Selena Kyle. So, I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. Um, yeah. And so, so then there was, like, so then there was, um, I wonder, I wonder if any of these other girls would interest you more than Zoe because, I'm just trying to bring it up real quick. There was there was like four other people who was like testing for the role. Yeah. So we had um Anna DR Arbus, um Ella Belinska from the you know the new the uh the black chick from the new um uh Charlie's Angels movie coming out. It was her and then and then Isa Gonzalez. They were testing for the role, but so they gave it to Zoe Kravitz. I Any... can't even who is Isa Gonzalez? Isa Gonzalez, where is she from? She um you know her. If you see her, you'll know her. No, I'm trying to. Eyes, uh... Trying to look her up real quick. Oh, 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 this pretty one that was in. Um... Yes, the one I was in Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Now... Yeah, she was in Baby Driver. Remember yeah. that? Yes, yes. Okay, and then Anna D. Armester. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I know uh... her. Yeah, and then uh, Belinska. Um, she is that the new one for uh, the I new see girl. Her in anything else other than Charlie's Angels? I haven't, so maybe that's why they didn't give it to her. Because yeah, of I mean, that's probably the best plan, because I'm not sure from what I've seen in those trailers about her. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going right. to be real. Um, I would really, actually, I'd be pretty interested in this Isaac Gonzalez. I think she uh-huh. has a really good, like... Yeah, I could see her. I was like, like oh... I can see her already in the suit. You know what I mean? I can see it. Like, looking at her, I'm just like, I mean, but we'll see. Zoe, they probably picked Zoe Kravitz for a reason. Um, she also played Catwoman in that Lego Batman movie. So she what did. Go, oh, yeah. she had a, a foot in the door. Yeah, she had the, She played the voice. So I, I want to go listen to that. Maybe see how her voice is. Because the, a lot of actresses don't realize that that's one of the main big things about Catwoman is her voice and stuff. Uh, Batman, too, you know? So... Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. I want to see how how all this plays out, you know. So uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. But this is that's the breaking news. Of course, we're going to talk more about it um, on this on the world show this week, everyone. But as far as the box office goes, that is it, everyone. That is it for Larry and I. Um, Larry, let everyone know where they can find you, and then any um, information on your blog from uh, Comic Con. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. If you want to see all of my fun little celebrity pictures from the weekend, make sure to go ahead and follow me on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. I've put all of the kind of updates as well as some little quick tidbits of um, the panels that I saw on there as well. Um, I will be having an ACE vlog, at least one, maybe two, depending on how long it starts to run. Uh, Sometime this week is the aim, at least. And then that will also have clips from the panels and my experience as well as meeting Tyler Calvert. And then also on the channel, I'll have reviews for um, Zombieland Double Tap tomorrow, as long as there's no embargo. And then Countdown, as long as there's no embargo. Argo and of uh, course Maleficent Mistress of Evil as well. So you're seeing um Zombieland tomorrow. Yes. So I wasn't able to get the screening tickets for that one. I did it too late, but I'm seeing that Wednesday with Alex. Alex and I are gonna miss the countdown screening because we didn't get tickets. Um, I, 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 I think that's the better that's the better route to go. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the countdown screening to watch Zombieland Double Tap, um, because countdown looks, looks awful, and I'm so disappointed at it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for everything that's coming up your way and everything. Please look out for Larry's blog. Uh, Larry's Comic Con stuff are always great, so that's good. And that is it, everyone. As far as for us, um, we have yeah. So you can look for our review for Zombieland Double Tap this week. Um, we're not seeing countdown this week, so maybe we'll maybe like next week or something. Um, and then Maleficent, hopefully this weekend as well. So look for all of that. The World Show will be back, and that is it, everyone. My name is Wayne. That is Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. <laughs>